people are dead because of you, JB. The U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. Welcome to Planet Rage, the intersection of insanity and madness. Here are your hosts, Larry Blydner and Darren O'Neill. Hello, welcome to episode number 43 of Planet Rage. All of your rage inducing or inducing that you can possibly ask for, Larry. Is that, is that a word? A word. I like that. Undo- <laughs> I'm going to induce your ass. Yeah. Unducing. <laughs> it's something. I mean, talking is hard. Uh, That's why we're here. Yeah. Chicago, Indeed. though, not hard. 33 people shot over the weekend, but uh, it looks like only one killed. So, wow. Not really That's a good weekend for violence in Chicago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They can do better. Hmm. That's not changing well, anytime maybe, soon. You know, it's kind of, there needs to be some. They have to recharge from the 4th of July weekend, which was like a record, wasn't it? 56 and 9 dead or something insane. Well, I mean, if you include the parade shooting in Highland Park, then yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah, that. Oh, right. And that's one of the clips we'll have, which is uh, some rant about that. Uh, But Mm -hmm. right up front, I just wanted to let you know that on the most recent That Larry Show, another excellent escapade. No question. But Xanthan Gum is not really all that evil it's okay xanthan gum it is just a thickening agent it's the magic stuff and you can buy it on its own in the grocery store i did not know this until a couple of years ago when we got the high-powered blender and i wanted to make you know Mm -hmm. these starbucks type coffee drinks at home like the uh, frappuccinos and i'd wonder like after you make that and after about three minutes what ends up in your cup is white ice and then the coffee kind of just uh comes away and it, it doesn't become one thing yeah it starts separating well xanthan gum okay. is some magical thing that if you put like just even a little teeny bit in it stops that from happening mm. it's like a thickening agent of some sort mm. and thus if you want to make those drinks at home they don't come apart mm. and i'm sad that i know that right <laughs> i still don't want to eat it <laughs> i mean it's not you don't want to like chew it it's not like uh reese or uh yeah. you know wrigley's or uh you know it's not like bubble gum but yeah all yeah. these additives when you look at the packages and yeah. i have to because so much stuff now has monosodium glutamate in it and you're mm-hmm. absolutely right when you're like when you go you're supposed to go to the grocery store and read the packages of everything you're putting in your cart but yeah you kind of have to. Yeah, I guess you do. You when, know. when you realize. Which, I'm just curious, which, which I'm a blender freak. Which blender did you get? It is the like the Vitamix or something, whatever Costco had. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. like the big four hundred, five hundred dollar beast that. Yeah. You can drop a small car into and. Uh, because yeah, if you make the General Sherman into toothpicks. Yeah, it's pretty. Yes. Pretty robust. 
Yeah. Yeah. Because there's these things, remember, I'm curious because the, the Vitamix is very powerful. I have one. I've had it for probably 20 years. It's kind of unkillable. I've had to replace a couple of the, you know, the, uh, the pitchers with the blades. But um, there was that other thing came out. Was it the Ninja? Or the something? Remember, there was a very clever right. campaign on YouTube some years ago called Will It Blend? Right. Right. And the guy would throw in, you know, a cell phone. Uh, do you remember that? Yes. Yeah, and most things <laughs> did blend. Yeah, it was very impressive, and I thought, gee, maybe I maybe I shouldn't have a Vitamix. Maybe this one's better. But then you read the reviews, <laughs> and they sort of contest that, and ah, it's too complicated. Yeah, and you some of that stuff is uh, dangerous to blend, so you don't want to do that at home for most of the yeah. stuff. Yeah, but yeah. you need that because we had an old fashioned, like from the same they made in like the sixties and the seventies blender, and you would try to make frozen drinks with that. And the end result is it like spins four times and then like er, not enough power, right? Won't go through the ice. And this stuff is, uh, I mean, I don't know why you would want to do it because it's not a very efficient way. But in the instruction booklet, it talked about making soups that, well, if you just let the blade spin long enough, it'll actually heat it up too. So you don't even have to put it into something else. You know, once you pureed the whole thing and liquefied it out. You know, the blender just by running will heat it up. And I'm like, that doesn't seem like the best way to to heat up the soup. But it tells you what kind of uh, heat that motor is putting out when it runs. Yeah, my wife has actually made, I think, pea soup like that using that. And it's not the most I'm sure it's not the most efficient use of power. But it works. But it works. I mean, it came out of that thing hot, which which I didn't think I thought I thought "Ah, that's just bullshit. It's not going to work. It did work. That's that soup was hot. It's amazing. So we have proof. We have somebody yeah. that tried it. She did, and it worked very, very well. Yeah. And blenders are good for any. I mean, I was had it out most recently, and I got to start doing this again mm-hmm. because uh, my buddy Gene, that I do the unrelenting show with, was yes. on a kick where have a lemon a day, and by have a lemon, I mean throw the whole lemon, right. the rind and all, into the blender, and it makes it just delicious lemonade type kind of a drink even with the rind in there it was kind of amazing and it smooths out the rind yeah really yeah and the this is on a vitamix because yeah. i know the the fruit processors will do that but i didn't know the vitamix could do that as well what was gene blending in it i think the same type of blender no shit and i tried it wow. and it was great the only thing you and have you tried to, it too yeah so wait a minute. let me get this straight. you throw a whole lemon uh-huh. in that thing and it comes out smooth yeah the- for how long it was oh, probably only takes uh, 30 to 60 seconds. Really? And, and it's actually not as tart as you would think. The only thing you do have to do, and I saw this after then reading up a little, and, and Gene did warn me, is that the lemons have to keep them fresher and looking better. They're all dipped in a food grade uh, uh-huh. wax. Xanthan gum. <laughs> probably, right? <laughs> they got a <laughs> wax on there. And you have to either take a brush to it or uh, you put it in boiling water for like a couple of seconds and it'll all kind of melt away. So you put it in a little boiling water, then wipe off the lemon first. Otherwise, you will get that little bit of a waxy taste. Now, it's not harmful yeah. because it's food grade wax, but yeah, that was kind of a weird texture. And once I got rid of that, now it blends really nicely. You put a little uh, put it over ice. And if you really want to cut the tartness a little bit, you can put. Uh, you know, a little scotch of honey or uh, right. 
or some artificial sweetener in there to keep it, you know, zero low calorie. And, uh, and what is the benefit of a lemon a day? What's it supposed to do for Gene or me or you? Well, it's supposed to have all sorts of health uh, benefits. The guy Gene pointed me to, and there's a lot of these on YouTube. So we all know to take everything with a grain of salt. Yeah. Uh, but there was a guy who was a doctor who said he got this regimen from a friend of his who had cancer. And this was part of the beating that and swears by the uh, the regimen to you know keep cancer away, blah, blah, blah. But it's really? supposed to lower like blood sugar and lower yeah. the glycemic index of your whole system. And but then there's that whole thing, that other theory that um, who the hell came up with that, that if you're if you're if your pH is alkaline and not acetic. You won't get cancer. So, I mean, a lemon is pure acid, I would think. Very right? close, yeah. So, what? you know, I don't know. See, it's hard to keep track of all this shit. Everybody's got these different. There are contrasting theories. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So, so when you drink this, is it still pulpy, Darren? Or is it like lemonade? Is it like, you know, thin and smooth and whatever? That's not completely lemon. lemonade, but not pulp. It's less than a pulpy orange juice. No shit. I got to try this. Thank you. It just works. And if you have the yeah. blender, I mean, it's just fun to put the thing in and go, because huh. yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem like yeah. it would work. It doesn't. No. And it, it really, it the most surprising thing was it didn't just taste horrible. Yeah. It actually hmm. tastes good. And you start doing research online and a lot of people have been doing this just as a simple lemonade recipe because if you're really lazy i mean like juicing can be a real pain in the ass and, yeah uh, the easiest thing you could possibly do is just throw a bunch of stuff in a blender and let it do its work exactly damn that's what we like to do we like that so everybody out there can try that let us know uh, how you liked it yes your mileage may vary yes we are not giving any health <laughs> advice that would be bad uh I th there was a funny story i thought uh not really a, a health except uh, that joe biden has none that even a uh, snoop dog is making fun of him now i don't even know if this was a real weed that is really? out which is uh so this was on the uh, daily wire uh called sleepy joe weed okay which i mean i could see that this this is some good branding mm -hmm. with yeah. uh maybe it is part of a snoop dog's brand because they have it looks like a legitimate package here that says premium cannabis and then it has that look that joe biden gets that we've all seen now that looks like oh, he's yeah. you know looking at the aliens landing that empty look yeah. in his well that's it and then underneath it says sleepy joe og where am i uh and i think yeah it's cannabis flower 3.5 <laughs> grams so this is legit i'm guessing this is snoop's <laughs> brand and the tagline on it is you won't even remember what country you're in <laughs> <laughs> it's like That's this is good. yeah this is fantastic yeah i mean it's sad that this is the president until either he dies steps down mm. or you've got another two and a half years yeah yeah well i saw today that his approval ratings are down at 33 percent and uh very few democrats want him so it's gonna be very interesting to see they've got to either you know make him stroke out or change his mind or whatever because he seems determined to uh, give it another shot in two years and then you know there's you know kamala would have absolutely no chance i think because they're both they're, they're a package deal of idiots 
So then who, how do you get her? If he gets gone, how do you get her gone? And then who do they plug in? I, we know it's it, Newsom, certainly from California. He thinks it's his for the asking. So we'll see. Well, because people are dumb and he looks like a presidential candidate. So, I mean, well, there's that. Like he's got to use a lot of hair gel. Yes. And, oh, uh, yeah. yeah. You're absolutely right, though. I think that what the Democrats would love is for Joe to have to leave office. And that would give Kamala her year to year and a half where they'll let her sink or swim on her own. We all know what's going to happen. But that's how I think they get her out of the way is to give her her shot. Because if the midterm elections do go very one-sidedly to the Republican side, then what's Joe going to do? He doesn't have any power at that point. He really seems to be a guy that has really fallen off mentally. And that's like, I don't even care if you like Joe or didn't like him before this point. He's not fit to govern. Right. And the country is hurt as a result because everybody can see that he can't govern. And that's the problem, at least back when it happened in the past to presidents that were incapacitated. You hear the stories that have been told afterwards that, you know, their wife was pretty much running the whole country. Mm-hmm. This is happening in full view of everybody. <laughs> and that's not good. Well, it's very entertaining, though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, if even Snoop Dogg is putting out some sleepy Joe, uh, you know, weed, then uh, we yeah, know the see, that's that's it's misnamed. It's he's not really sleepy, Joe. He's stupid, Joe. Really? True. Yeah. We, we would we would love if he slept more. <laughs> <laughs> we would just love it because then he can't say stupid yeah. stuff. Yeah. And Kamala, of course, the word salad is now the, the term most oh. related to her. Yeah. And we would we would pull these clips, but it's just way too easy, I think. It's too easy. I agree. And it's almost yeah. not even fun to uh to make fun of that. But you had a clip, which I was glad that uh your go-to guy, Scott Lobito, covered this. Scott baby. Because this story caught my eye Mm -hmm. because this is the insanity. And we've been warning about this type of thing happening for a long time. And a lot of people, I think, are still blind to the fact that this is going on or don't want to believe that we have DAs that are out there in these major cities that are intentionally the uh, soft on crime type. Mm-hmm. And then something happens, which seems to me fairly obviously a case of self-defense in this case, which is getting some national attention. It was a, a guy working at a bodega, probably the bodega owner named uh, Jose Alba, 61 mm-hmm. years old, uh, never been in trouble with the law, it appears, at least mm-hmm. as from these reports we're getting, was minding his own business. This guy's girlfriend came in, had some kind of argument with him, and she told him that her boyfriend was going to basically come and mess him up. Mm-hmm. So the boyfriend comes in and attacks him behind the counter, and mm-hmm. this guy pulls a knife and kills him. And now the bodega owner, because he killed him in self-defense, it appears, is at Rikers. And uh, $250,000 bail. That was lowered to fifty today because public oh, outrage. Really? Oh. But uh, let's Scott give his take and then we can talk a little about it. 
Hey, boys and girls. Today's lesson with Uncle Scotty is about dumb fucking assholes. Shall we begin? This poor soul <laughs> yesterday defended his life from a career criminal that always goes through the revolving doors of justice without any bail at all. He defended his life and killed the bad guy. He's in jail for murder. He's at Rikers Island on $250,000 bail. Innocent working man. All because of this dumb fucking asshole. This fat piece of shit slob, D.A. Alvin Bragg. The criminal loving blood on his hands piece of fucking shit. Now, the number one dumb fucking asshole in this whole scenario is you. You, the dumb fucking asshole who loves and keeps voting for these dumb fucking assholes. And that's why we're in the shit that we're in. Yeah. There you go. That yeah. is under under a minute, a great civics lesson. It is a great, but I, I, I far be it for me to correct Scott, but that's what we're here to do. Um, he refers to him to Alvin Bragg. Firstly, is what a fat, stupid fuck pile of shit, whatever. And then later in the end, he calls him, you know, a dumb fuck piece of shit. I don't know if he's, I don't know. I don't, I don't think he's all that dumb. I think this is deliberate. This is, you know, because it's the trend. It's the Soros wave of this shit. And, uh, you know, you may think that their policies are stupid, but these assholes are deliberately evil. And that would be Bragg in New York. It would be Gascon in L.A., you know, you've got one uh, Kim Fox. in uh, Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the other one in St. Louis. Um, and there's many more. And are they dumb? No, they're, they're deliberately evil scum. What they are. You can do the research. Again, this isn't hard to find about crashing the system. This is a part of it. Right. Right. Now you're talking. So that's the only thing I'd say to Scott. You know, don't, don't call him dumb. Call him an evil piece of shit because that's what he is. Because the average citizen is like, well, why would any DA want that? Yeah. Well, because they want to crash the system. Exactly. They want there to be more problems, whether it's between the rich and poor, the white and black. In this case, the bodega owner, Hispanic Mm -hmm. and a black assailant. So then it's like people you don't hear anybody on the mainstream media going, well, it's because it's a black DA and it was a black uh, guy that was killed. So this is all racist. But you could guarantee. If it was a white DA going after some, you know, it's like this is this has all gotten insane on what things are being politicized. Yes. And where racism is being pulled in where there is none. Mm-hmm. But when you have a guy with a long rap sheet that gets into an altercation with a business owner who especially 61 years old. I mean, I know mm-hmm. that's not extremely old in these days, but he's not really a spring chicken who has yeah. never been in trouble with the law. How does that guy wind up at Rikers? Right. I mean, it's almost insane. I mean, he took the guy out with a blade. You know, if he shot him, that'd be okay. But he fucking stabbed me, cut his throat and punctured him in a couple of other places. And he bled out on the floor, which was a beautiful thing, I might add. Yeah, the guy's girlfriend stabbed him while he was doing this. And I guess he did not get the medical attention he deserved. So that became infected once he got to Rikers. I mean, this is a horrible situation which is showing why people are fleeing new york right it is not safe you defend yourself and you wind up in rikers i mean this guy's just sitting there doing his job trying Mm -hmm. to mind his own business and is attacked 
and what you can't defend yourself i mean you're what are you supposed to do right is it is it verified that he was the business owner because i'd heard one one report that he was an employee you know making minimum wage which is possible i don't think it says in here um but i don't know either way yeah you're just you're defending yourself and these DAs that you can hit somebody in the head with a brick in New York and get no bail. Right. So I don't know. In this case, you would think that it would have uh, garnered at least a little bit more investigation before they decide to throw this guy into Rikers. Mm-hmm. But no, see, it doesn't fit the narrative. Well, look at the other one. It was almost at the same time. It was it was either New York or Philly. I forget which. And it was a group of kids, teenagers, six or seven of them, chase some guy who was 73 or four uh, through the street at night and killed him. They, 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 they kept smashing him in the head with it. First, they knocked him down. He cracked his head on the curb and then they kept bouncing traffic cones off him and he died. So there. Yeah, and this is the kind of stuff you're seeing. I don't remember where this was at, but it was a uh, a fast food restaurant that was just ripped to shreds and mm-hmm. the employees assaulted by a group of angry young uh, women who were, I use that term very loosely, um, that didn't get the right sauce or were charged extra for sauce. Yeah. It's like, this is the kind of stuff that has to be prosecuted because th- we're going down this pathway now Mm -hmm. because the people that are of this mindset know they're not going to jail they can do whatever they want short of killing somebody Mm -hmm. and not go to jail which i don't understand again a civilized society is a society of law and order which means yeah if there are going to be laws you damn well better prosecute people Mm -hmm. but that is not is what is not is Wow, that's even hard to say. That is not what's happening no. in a lot of these major cities. And it really goes beyond what most people can even comprehend because you're like, well, of course, they're the DAs. Why wouldn't they prosecute? No. I don't know. Maybe somebody should ask them for those questions and actually make them answer right. how they're deciding this. And again, understanding what happens when you say, hey, you know, Larry, if you steal under $1,000, we're not going to prosecute you. Right. You know how many people are like, oh, that's like an open invitation to go and uh, and go take well, sure under $1,000 worth of merchandise. Sure it is. But, you know, here in L.A., this this Gascon who is uh, an, an absolute asshole, piece of shit, as Scott would say. Yes. He, well, they're, they, they're recalling he, him, right? Well, well, they, they've got they needed half a million signatures to arrange a recall vote. Right. They got close to three quarters of I think over seven. Maybe almost 800,000. They got a lot of signatures, okay, more than enough. But now, now, um, Georgie's team is going to verify them. Oh, so you mean we're going to throw a lot yeah. of those signatures out? You bet your sweet ass. And so it'll be interesting to see how many they decide. Probably like, you know, 499,000. You know, maybe there's like two that just, yep, just missed it. Sorry. And then even if it does, even if they can't, if they can't fuck with it that much, to rig it um i would bet money that he will not be recalled because I, people are that dumb yeah I, I think a lot just don't pay attention our buddy net ned mentioning that they also have one in uh detroit dana nestle another mm-hmm. one that had a bunch of soros money behind her i mean that's how you find out if your attorney general's good or not 
Right. That's the first litmus test. Is did they take money from George Soros? Right. If so, then you know the way they're going to do their job. And mm-hmm. it's up to people in the individual areas then to make sure they don't vote them in again if the voting is actually fair. Right. In their particular area, which your mileage may vary depending where you are. But it really is just so much in that mindset of a pure radical because for them to get what they really want the whole city has to basically bottom out and we're not even there yet it's got to get worse for the whole thing to collapse Mm -hmm. so it's like what are you going to do these are the people that are in control and then if you i mean this is it you defend yourself like this guy in new york and you wind up in Rikers. It's like, well, what are you supposed to just sit there and get somebody else kill you? And that yes. guy would have walked free because, you know, he's he's the right minority for today's justice system to go. Ah, you know, he was a victim. Everybody's a victim. Yeah, sure. seems seems that way. Yeah, it's uh, it's mind blowing. So, do, you know what the end game is? Who's to say? I mean, what is it? Um, you know, they, they absolutely want to destroy the uh, the uh, notion of self-defense in any context. So I guess then it's just more power to the state. I guess that's it. Right. They want to get rid of the guns, not the criminals. Right. Which, again, this is a case of the logic doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But this was what happened with our fine, fine uh, governor here in the state of Illinois, J.B. Pritzker. And this clip I brought was from last week on Tuesday. And I was like, oh, gee, this is the earliest I've ever had a Planet Rage clip. It's always good to get these things in early when you run across them. But this is uh, Bill O'Reilly covering the story and taking on the policies of J.B. Pritzker. And if you want me to stop at any time, just holler. So J.B. Pritzker, the worst governor in America, immediately seizes on this. And here's what he says. Well, we continue to allow this to happen. While we celebrate the 4th of July just once a year, mass shootings have become our weekly, yes, weekly, American tradition. There are going to be people who say that today is not the day, that now is not the time to talk about guns. I'm telling you, there is no better day and no better time than right here. So I'm going to address JB personally, like JB was here in the room with me. All right. So, JB, you say mass shootings have become our weekly American tradition. It's a daily tradition in Chicago, JB. It's every day in the biggest city in Illinois, your state. Okay. You're talking about guns. I'm talking about people shot dead by drug gangs in Chicago on your watch. You've done nothing. Nothing. Thousands of people are dead because of you, J.B. Not some law-abiding person who has a license to carry a gun. This loon in Highland Park is a despicable, I'm not even going to say the word that's on my mind. But you, J.B., are not going to stop loons, and you won't stop crime drug crime, drug gangs, because they're minority gangs. That's why you won't stop them, you phony. You, 
aid and abet this murder in Chicago every blanking day. You! Don't be sanctimonious with me. Yeah, I love the uh, I love the paper throwing at the end, but uh, play through some paper. Good. <laughs> yeah, I mean this is uh, this is Bill getting yeah. a little riled up, and yeah, he's he's torqued up, rightfully you know, so. I didn't realize that I you know something I don't know why I was looking um, last week, but that I didn't realize that family that guy's a billionaire. Your governor. Oh yeah, and his whole family is. There's dozens of them. They're all worth billions, and they own Hyatt hotels and fuck knows what else. I'll never stay at another Hyatt. I'll tell you that right now. I'd rather give my money to Paris Hilton. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think the, I think the, a lot of the family doesn't actually like JB, but uh, yeah, it's still probably better to avoid. Yeah, fuck Hyatt's. Um, <clears throat> but uh, it's incredible, and this is again what's part of what's so gone so wrong is the wealth of the politicians. It's it's insane. It's it's just insane. A douche like that and Pelosi, all these people are sick fucking rich. Um, I don't know. Well, that's how they get there. You know, it takes the money to get elected, where, of course, they can make more money by then using their influence, which is why, uh, I mean, I'm I'm losing count about how many of the last governors of Illinois spent time in jail. (laughs) You know, I mean, uh, Blago, of course, being the last one, uh, but the one before. was it Ryan? I mean, there's we have a really good track record of yeah. governors, I guess, not only being corrupt, but getting caught in then the next one still coming in and being corrupt. Mm-hmm. Because, again, it's the system. Maybe that's why they don't want to process the crimes, because they know they're committing so many. They're like, ah, no, <laughs> it'll be fine. Maybe it'll be yeah. fine. But this is O'Reilly makes the point, I believe, again, which is the one we've made here. It's not about the tool. It's about prosecuting the criminal sure not oh let's get the guns off the street it's like well no how about we get the loons off the street right how about we get the criminals off the street right not oh well you know if we just get rid of the guns it'll all be fine and you're gonna hear a lot of that going up to the midterm i'm gonna it's gonna be cringeworthy the ads that are gonna be coming oh as always (laughs) <laughs> always yes but this year especially because of the abortion and gun thing yeah it is going to be extra special fun i don't see a lot of commercials but now see that was the biggest downside of wanting to watch any kind of live sports again which i've been watching the races on the weekends is watching commercials commercials are not good there's a new target commercial and this is exactly something i pointed out in uh a random thoughts episode that I believe was called forced diversity, mm-hmm. which the new target swimsuit commercial, which is like, I think 30 seconds it is on their YouTube. Right. I pulled it up uh, so I can link and everybody can be horrified by it is women. You do not want to see in swimsuits. Right. And it, it's just hilarious and sad where this is gone because like the first couple of seconds there's some really big girls in swimsuits and then they go to a uh, young woman who doesn't have a leg has a prosthetic leg oh okay and i mean that's all fine and dandy but it's like when did this become what you're using to push a product it just seems very strange to me it's like are there a lot of young women with prosthetic legs i mean i'm it's great that you're in being inclusive it just seems like a very weird choice 
Yeah. When um, when pushing a product, but the political ads, I'm, that's going to get that's going to get even better. But it's all everything has to be woke. You have to yeah. be diverse. You can't be. I mean, if you're an old white guy, you're pretty much screwed, which is why podcasting's our last uh, our last <laughs> bastion of freedom, I think. Well, well this midterm is going to be interesting because on the face of it, you would think I mean, you think back to, uh, you know, snake face or reptile face. Well, snake is a reptile. Carville. Oh, yeah. He was advising Bubba Clinton, you know, long ago. And, and the, you know, the uh, the slogan was it's the economy, stupid. And that proved to be very true. OK, because when people are feeling uh, the pinch of inflation and so forth, they vote based on their wallets. And man, it's certainly looking that way right now and doubtful it's going to um, abate any in the next four months. However, you've got these other issues, which you just named, right? Uh, guns and abortion. So it's going to be very interesting to see. And those, man, those are hot button issues to these two to people. So it's going to be going to be fascinating to see if money wins again or not. Money almost always wins. Almost always. Yes. Because I think everybody realizes when it comes to the abortion thing, that is only affecting a very small amount of the people in the population. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if you look at all abortions, I think last year there was like 300 or 600,000 or something like that, whatever the last records I think there was. And right now, again, the hilarity is the biggest protests and riots going on are happening in places like California, New York right. and Chicago, where abortion's still perfectly legal. Right. So I don't understand what they're it's like. They don't understand these people, which, again, this going back to. uh the DA and Lobito calling them dumb. It's like, I was going to say these people are morons and they don't know what they're doing, but I think they do because Mm -hmm. this isn't about the reality. This is about what's going on in the next election. Right. These protests in California that are going to make the nightly news that people are going to see all over the country aren't because they can't get an abortion in California because they can. It is the fear factor of, Oh, they're going to do this and that's going to be horrible. And, you know, the guns are the same kind of thing. And both sides get riled up and uh, the conservatives lose the narrative at times. There was a guy here named Darren something uh, that was running for office. And it was interesting to see the commercial because they're like, he is a Second Amendment absolutist. Like, it's a horrible thing. And I'm thinking like, well, I'm a Second Amendment absolutist, too, <laughs> right. yeah. because there yeah. should be no non-absolute about this when you understand why it was put into place right i uh, quoted a guy that was a former seal i think on the last random thoughts mm-hmm. who pointed out what we have also pointed out here which is at the time the people had the same weapons that the military does and now you don't right and i think that is a completely valid thing to be pointing out Mm-hmm. but people don't want to hear that because the guns are the only way people are ever getting dead that's how right. all these young psychos are committing their crimes and uh you know i don't know i don't want to wish this on anybody that anything bad happens but let's remember again we had the crock potters in boston for the marathon but, sure but nobody went after what's hilarious but i don't know why anybody didn't go after crock pots yes we should make them Pressure illegal cookers. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, that's exactly it, because that was used to kill a bunch of people. So, yeah, you know, those are the things that that don't make sense. Yeah. But that's why it is important to pay attention to what's going on politically. And I know there is a vast majority of people who don't. And I was thinking about this the other day because Adam Curry mentioned when it comes to podcasting, especially doing the value for value shows like we do, that you're topping out at like 4% of mm-hmm. people that will take part and send in some funds. Right. What percentage of people do you think actively pay attention to politics in the United States and could actually pass a fourth grade level test about what's been going on in the world, like over the last two to three months? What percentage are actually engaged in the United States, do you think? Well, I think I think it's uh, they think all of them think they are until right. until Mark Dice or somebody asks some questions. Right? <laughs> they think they are, but you know, are they are they uh, conversant? Are they? They may think they're engaged, but are they knowledgeable? Do they even know what the issues are? What's behind them? And they they don't. And so, um, I would say. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, no, I'm, is that, uh, maybe if, maybe somebody's quantified this, but I would say it's you know less than twenty percent, maybe fifteen percent, really understand the issues. So I, I would, would yeah, I would. Yeah, that's that may be high, which is which yeah, is really maybe. sad. It is sad. Uh, but to your point, what what I thought of when you said that was uh, the lyrics from a Todd Snyder song, who is a great lefty folk singer who just makes great points, and so you can uh, you can mm-hmm. enjoy the. Uh, the lefty's viewpoint when it makes sense and as he says he's not out there to change your mind he's out there because it rhymes and uh, <laughs> which I'm like that's great there you uh, go. but he has a song called yeah. the statisticians blues from years ago which uh the lyrics start out they say three percent of people use five to six percent of their brain 97 percent use just three percent and the rest goes down the drain i'll never know mm-hmm. which one i am but i'll bet you my last dime 99% think we're 3%, 100% of the time. It's like, mm-hmm. yes, that yeah. explains the universe, Todd. It right. really does. Because everybody thinks they know what's going on. And I won't exclude myself from that group, but I try to at least stay engaged with sources that you can kind of rely on. Well, most people, I, I, would, I would venture to say that most people, the majority of people in this country still think that if they flick on the tube and watch CNN or any of the news outlets that they're getting the full and straight story, that they think they're getting the, tr- the, the truth. And they're, clearly they're not. Um, but that's what they think. I mean, they just do. There was a recent poll. I don't remember if it was uh, Winnipiac or... Um or which one of the pollers pollsters put it out but the trust in what the online broadcast and a newspaper media was putting out is at an all-time low i mean it was like 20 mm-hmm. percent, i think at the high end believed what they were getting from the major news sources which one i guess is a good sign but then where are they getting their news and a lot of that then goes to social media. I would, I mean, that's the, the biggest sure. problem is people believing that, oh, I read something on social media or right. I read a headline mm-hmm. and think they understand a story, which is usually not the case. But our brains were not meant 
to have the full knowledge of every news story that's going on in the world. You know, my brain here in Chicago was really not meant to know what's going on with some bodega in in New York, as well as what's going on in Florida, as well as what's going on in L.A. And it is I can see why people get completely stressed out about it, because if you start taking that as your reality, it's like, let's understand, even back when the news was relatively honest, Mm -hmm. the negative stories got a lot more attention than the good stories. Sure. And there's a lot of stuff that you just don't realize. And that's why when people go through a little bit of a digital detox, they're like, well, well, maybe the world's not so bad. Right. You know, at least in your little area, it's like you're not living in Afghanistan. Thank the Lord for that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all this stuff that's going on, like, uh, you know, the Brittany Griner thing, the WNBA player in Russia. <laughs> it's yeah. like, well, were there, the NBA is the WNBA is still saying, oh, well, she was being you know improperly detained it's like she admitted to the charges right Right. just because you don't like the laws in a foreign country i remember when we went to ireland and this was only uh, 2009 i think it was where speaking poorly of the pope i mean there were certain things that if you said them out loud you could be put in jail for at the time Mm -hmm. yeah you have to understand the laws of the nation you're going into and you can't just be like well i like to use my you know marijuana vape well yeah but if it's illegal in that country yeah don't do it but it's just the way things are covered because again it's a very one-sided kind of a thing like well no it's it's everybody should do the way we do it here and uh you know in california that should be that should be your litmus test <laughs> but you brought a clip from uh from uh Bronx Tina, who everybody keeps telling you how to say her last name, Forte, Forte. I know, and I've heard it both ways. Like, you know, some people said, yeah, it's Forte. And, uh, you know, I looked a little deeper into it, and it's a word that's it it appears both in French and Italian, right? So, well, Tina would want the Italiano. uh, Yeah, then the guys I knew that that had that last name, you know, if it was, if, if the correct pronunciation was Forte, it would have to be spelled F-O-R-T-I, not T-E. Okay. Now, in French, yeah, F-O-R-T, you know, uh, it could be Forte. It would be more likely Forte. Um, so, you know, whatever. Everybody's got their own way. But I've heard it both ways. And whatever Tina says, we'll listen to. Goes, yes. So in New York and other blue cities, you have handcuffs on our police officers so they can't do their job. But you have the criminals, the violent criminals, uncuffed, doing whatever the fuck they want, okay? (laughs) You can't defend yourself, your business, your store, your family, or you're considered a fucking criminal, according to the left. Of course, he's talking, obviously, about the same case. Yes, same thing as Scott, yeah. Right? Criminals are heroes in your fucking eyes. Wake the fuck up, people. Is this how you want your world to be, your city to be, your country to be? You know, we are supposed to be the leaders of the free world. What kind of example are we showing the rest of the world right now with our crime surge? What are we showing everybody? Okay? You totally abandoned the southern fucking border wall. You just abandoned the border. Get the fuck out of here. It's good she's using her turn signal, like it sounded like. She, <laughs> <laughs> she like, is. Yeah. Tina, turn already. Come on. 
Yeah. 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 Well, you know, it's, I mean, it's a recipe for a third world existence and uh, that's where we're headed. Um, you know, it's, it's haves and haves nots. They've absolutely done doing everything they can to destroy the middle class in this nation, in the cities and in, in every way. They despise them, which is the backbone of, of America or any free society. And um, that's what this nation is headed to look like. Unless, right. <laughs> unless some, some very extreme measures are taken very soon. That is so, the goal, which is yeah. why, again, when everybody goes out and like, oh, yay, they're raising the minimum wage. It's like, no, that's not good. Do, yeah. do your homework and understand why that was put into place. It is uh, an interesting thing to watch who embraces what like this whole planned parenthood thing it's like you go back to the start of planned parenthood and you read the racist beginnings of that and you're like uh and you're applauding this oh yeah yeah you know the gruesome the uh the people that were in you know i really have a hard time believing anybody is legitimately of this mindset but you never know when you see the cell phone videos of these protests and stuff you never know who was planted and why and i felt that way when it was the trump protest you know if anything starts getting out of hand i also feel the same way when you see the uh, anti-abortion or the pro-abortion protest and there was a video that i've seen a couple of times where there's a woman that's actually yelling we love killing babies we love killing babies and i'm like is that real or is that somebody that is anti-abortion out there just trying to you know trying to make all the usual news sites and uh you know to paint the other side in an even worse way which again this is what the current society we're in trying to get to the bottom of any story how do you do it i don't know get a you know i mean i start research I mean, I hope, yeah, and I hope that this isn't real, but if it is, it's like, that's maybe the most disgusting thing I've ever seen anybody chant. Yeah, but, you know, then you have to look at, yeah, could it be somebody like that, a, you know, a plant, if you, if you, you know, if you will, but at the same time, you don't have to go very far to find someone that's insane enough to say shit like that True. these days, do you? No. No, a lot no. of them are in Congress. <laughs> Thanks exactly. To yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yes, like Chuck Schumer, you know, those justices won't know what hit them, right? That's pretty fucking thinly veiled threat, wasn't it, from Chucky Boy? Yeah, well, AOC, too, that it's like, go out and, uh, you know, harass. Right. And again, I understand they're regular people, and uh, they shouldn't be given any, uh, you know, immunity to certain things. But I don't know if, if the president of the United States deserves security around them uh, at this point i think maybe the uh, supreme court justices uh, deserve a detail too mm-hmm. because there's a lot of nut jobs out there sure are and the supreme court justices seem to have maybe even more to do with uh, what's going on in this country than any president especially uh you know brain dead joe <laughs> but i mean Bag this is maggots right <laughs> that may be the best name that's my favorite name from Bag of Maggots Biden. Whenever I look at that guy, I think of the, you know, the Brendan Fraser mummy thing when that thing came to a life and a cockroach crawls out of his mouth. I think that's that's about that's about him. Yeah. Well, it's not it's not wrong. And there's more coming out now that allegedly hackers broke the image that was taken from the phone or um 
iPad of Hunter Biden. Right. There's a lot of this stuff that just seems very damning. The 4chan guys that got shit off of the cloud, right? Is that what you're talking about? Right. Which was off that or it was off the uh, if they had actual physical access to one of these devices. If you get somebody's iPhone, everything's encrypted. But I believe you could pull the data off. You just then have to find a way to decrypt it, which isn't easy but you know there's a lot of people out there that if they put the time in could probably uh sure. probably do something and this is also then a question of as this stuff is getting leaked where there's something you know like his id there's some stuff that there's no doubt in my mind is legitimate and most likely came off of a hunter biden device but as much as i don't like hunter biden i also understand that anybody can now if you have just a little bit of real data or real evidence, whatever you're pulling off there, you could start sneaking in some stuff that you just photoshopped and everything else too. Yeah. But I got to say just back, I'm still a like Hunter. Um, I certainly like him a lot more than Joey. <laughs> and, He'd be um, a better president. St- oh, absolutely. And I love what's coming because he's really, <laughs> I like this, that he's going off on Dr. Jill calling her a see you next Tuesday and so on. <laughs> and she is an elder abuser and a total phony and a fraud. So go Hunter. Yeah. And uh, she's the one that knows Joe Biden's mental state. They're yeah. the ones that let him go through with it. Although I, you know, I think the time to pull the ejection would have been long before the last election. And I'm still going with, I kind of feel like they thought there was no chance in hell that they were going to be Trump. So they didn't really think too much about it. And then was like, oh, wait, we, we won. Huh? <laughs> now we have four years to, to try to mitigate this mess. Yeah. But the, yeah, the next elections are going to be interesting to watch. And I pulled this clip, which I thought this was an interesting kind of rage because it was labeled as such on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I'm only guessing, I don't know if there's any, uh, in racial aspect of this but the guy talking off camera sounds white so i know that i'm getting really a technical now to me the guy sounds white and this is a manager of a uh some kind of oil change place who is a maybe 30 year old black guy who i think holds his temper really well when this guy is obviously throwing a camera in his face and trying to get a rant video from him Mm. But I, I don't really hear any rant from this manager. And so if you do, let me know. Okay. If you do, it seems that what happened here was the guy got to, you know, pulled his car in, start getting the oil change, and then got out of his car, which is something they tell you don't get out of your car when you're in the location. And that is what started this. Okay. So tell me, sir, how many times has this happened to you before? Like, like at least 10. And yep. like I said, and like I said, boss man, if he hopped out his car, I would ask him to get back in. And if he didn't, we haven't even started the oil change. I would not do his oil change because he didn't want to follow the policy and procedure we have here to make sure that the customer is safe. Not to make sure we are safe, the customer. We don't want you to hurt yourself. So it, it, I get that it's hot, sir. I get that it's hot. I get that. But I done did 45 oil changes today and not once has somebody hopped out the car because it was hot. I get it. I get it. But we have rules and procedures that we must follow. So if I don't follow what I'm doing, I get in trouble. 
So you 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 okay with me getting in trouble and not doing my job and all I'm trying to do is enforce my job. So do you talk to all, all your customers this way? Like what? I'm talking to you like why do you talk to all of your customers this way? So far, are you finding the way this guy's speaking to him anywhere uh, off a chart of just somebody like, uh, I'm telling you the way it is? He sounds a little hot. Well, it was obviously very hot. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Yes. I mean, first of all, I'm trying to get my head around this because, well, I do my own oil changes, but I don't recall ever you know, seeing a Jiffy Lube or any of these places where somebody's sitting in a fucking car while they do it. Where is that? Is um, a new thing I've missed? Maybe. Wherever Duncanville is. I was guessing like somewhere like towards Georgia or something, just okay. by just by a guess. And it looks like, yeah, that is their deal that they uh you know, they have the little bump in the middle, if you will, then where the car just drives in and they go underneath and right and do the right. oil change. But it they probably don't have a seating area or anything for customers and they probably yeah. don't want to pull the car in, so uh yeah, the concept must be that you get in and stay in your car. Is that a normal thing? I mean, anybody listening in the I, troll room? Yeah, at, I uh, I've never heard of that. But if you're in, I guess, uh, the, yeah, if he's if it's a, if it's an oil change pit, right? Um, yeah, you wouldn't want him stepping out of the car, or if it's up on a lift, <laughs> right? Yes, it was yeah, the pit. Yeah. Definitely not because then you might yeah. really uh, have a problem yeah. if you're up in the air. Uh, but it's usually, I mean, shit like that. So, you know, you're out of the car. But but anyway, but the guy the guy sounds a little bit. I'm wondering if like something preceded this because the guy that's speaking, who's the shop manager, owner, whatever, he sounds pretty pissed off from jump to me. He does. The yes, the guy that uh, is speaking that well, well, do you normally talk to your customers this way? It's like that's just the customer trying to bait him. Okay, you know, even yeah. further. Right. But it's like hey, if you if that is the rule and you broke it, it's just because it's hot. How is it any cooler if you get out of your car? Then if you're in your car with the windows down, I'm not, I guess yeah, I'm not I sure about that. This boss man, because you didn't want to follow the instructions that I had. I asked you, we asked you three to four times politely to get mm -hmm. back in your car. And I told you. And you didn't. And you said it was hot. I get that, sir. I and get I that. You that's not, that's not my problem, sir. You came at four o'clock to get your oil changed. I get that it's hot. He offered you a bottle of water. That wouldn't help me. Okay. That's not my problem. Boss and man, you still have to stay in your car. Just you're not, like this man right here is in his car, he's staying in his car. You're not open at nine o'clock at night when it's cool out. Well, that's not my problem, boss man. You you, no. you steady trying to give me reasons why you you're okay with getting out your car instead of respecting why you need to stay in your car. I, the conversation could have went totally different if you just listened to what I was telling you, but you didn't want to follow instructions. So that's the next step. Now, next the guy starts going in and ask him if he's if he knows CPR or something in case somebody passes out in their car. It's like. <laughs> No, but it's like, okay, if you know the rules, then don't go get your oil changed. Yeah. You know, if you're in somebody else's business, you get to decide whether you want to go there or not. I'm assuming there has to be more than one oil change place. And if you want Maybe. one where you can sit inside in the air conditioning while they do it, then go there. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe it's the only game in town. I guess it's possible. Yeah. But it's like this guy was pushing like this guy was ranting at him. It's like no i mean he's to me he's yes animated but he's not being rude i mean he's calling him boss and sir it's like that's not <laughs> well no 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 that's that's yeah that's like the cops that serve people to death <laughs> well yeah yeah I, I read you know that's uh that's kind of sad he's he sounds i mean i i guess you maybe you have to see the visual part but the the, the guy sounds very pissed off and you know his his you know i guess does he own the place does he manage it whatever it is it should be hey you know this is how we do it this is the way we do it. but here tell you what if this guy was smart he'd say hey 
open the register. Here, there's your money back. Go get it changed someplace else. See ya. Yeah, what you said but he, he would have, it. except the, the oil is already out of the car. So I guess it's yeah. hard to. Uh, yeah. You know, but just just get them out. I mean, okay, this is yes. this isn't the experience you want. Hey, no problem. See you. Bye bye. No, you're absolutely um, right. You know, he's the guy. Is, it sounds to me like he's agitated in the, in the guy's face. And yeah, I'm sure the guy with the camera or the cell phone is is baiting him by by saying these things. Um, that's that's the impression I get. You know, so which you have to know what you're getting into. Yeah, or I mean, learn how to do your own oil. That's what I do. At least that way, you know, nobody is going to, uh, you know, drain the oil and then either forget to put the new stuff in. I, oh, I had somebody up. that somebody forgot to put the oil cap back on and then drove sure. away. And <laughs> not long when after. I had, when I had a when I had company cars, um, I once, you know, I didn't give a shit because it's not my car. It was a lease and I used to get them done by Jiffy Lube or whatever. And one, one time I came home from Jiffy Lube and uh, i go out to my garage and the car sitting in a pool of oil and i thought what the hell they leave the plug off or whatever and it's a it's a, it a fucking mess to clean up there and they'd overfilled it so much it was uh, oozing out through the crankcase you know? Ooh, that's messy yeah so that was the end of me and jiffy lube forever so if anybody needs their uh, oil change just let larry know he'll pop by no i won't but <laughs> learn to do it yourself it's not that hard <laughs> there's, there's youtube videos uh let's see how learn how, yeah as long as you have the right way to you know get underneath where you need to and uh yeah pretty easy that is as far as car maintenance goes i mean i'm not big into uh you know i'm not going to try to repair the vehicle but as far as car maintenance goes that's uh just one step harder than replacing your windshield wiper fluid which is something a lot of people don't know how to do either that's true that's very true like what there's a magical receptacle yeah you open up the hood and it looks like a big milk jug usually at least they used to in the older cars yeah (laughs) and just throw it on in and uh, you'll be taken care of no problem whatsoever (laughs) but we are a value for value podcast as we mentioned and we do have a few people to thank for this show number 43 including coming in at 15 dollars our buddy sir sir seat sitter who you know from the abs in a six-pack show sure do. and Great the guy. battle of the douchebags and uh, mm-hmm. that is what he wanted to get our input on here today which uh th- i guess this is not the final this is well this is like the grade eight though which is the- such a tough field i mean they're all <laughs> such assholes how well, do you pick really god <laughs> This is true. I mean, you've been on one of the episodes where uh, the battle has raged on. Mm-hmm. And let's see. They are down to eight people here. Uh, the winners of the first eight matches will all face off in part nine. Larry almost won with Neil Young. Oh, well, I, I did. It was very close. It was a squeak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that is. Uh, I mean, Neil. It's just a misguided liberal singer. I mean, what more do you need to know? He's not living in the real world. I mean, Neil no. Young, the liberals that have more than a couple of million bucks, you can't really take them all that seriously. Yeah, he's got a lot more than a million. I think what he sold, like half his catalog for $150 million. Neil's Neil's not missing any meals. No, he's, he's got, a, okay. well, he, he owns, <laughs> well, what, part of Lionel Trains now? I mean, he's... Uh, He's a big, I bet that's a shit asset to have. 
I, I don't think they're selling too many Lionel trains. I would no. think. Just, no, he's a big train yeah. guy. So, I mean, he obviously yeah. a labor of love. Uh, yes. Which is okay. I mean, I get it. But, you know, when yeah. I hear Bruce Springsteen go off on a socialist rant, I'm thinking the same thing, which is like, well, you just yeah. made a deal for well, millions, half like 300 a, or so. It was half a billion. Yeah, it was close. Right. But maybe it was closer yeah. to 500 million. Yeah. For the catalog. And you're like, so you want everybody else to give up their money, but you right. it's got, always, always. <laughs> always. Yeah, you yeah. got a lot of money on uh, on the books there, Bruce. What are you, are you giving that away? Well, no. Well, that's interesting. So, I mean, Neil, he, I'm going to see he would have been a good candidate. No yeah. question about it. Um, but here's who is left. Uh, Rian Johnson is a director. Don't know him. Influencer Trisha Paytas. Don't know her. Mm. Then with Sean Penn, know him. Yep. Joy Reed, Joy Behar. So the dueling joy. I mean, I'd really dueling like joys. to see, you know, the final yes. uh, one go down to the dueling joys. Right. I'm with you, Darren. Absolutely. I vote for that. I hope that happens. Trevor Noah, Robert yeah. uh, De Niro, and Steven right. Seagal, who I don't even know why he's still relevant. But See, Here's the thing. Those, Steven Seagal strikes me just kind of a goof. You know, he's got like that ridiculous um, toupee that he wears. Looks like a squirrel died in his head. And then, uh, you know, he's still trying to be a martial artist. He's like 600 pounds. <laughs> and, you know, he's just, Seagal's just become like a self-parody, right? to me well he's allegedly um, so, like a buddy of putin so i mean that's why i guess people just like him now. steven seagal is a buddy of putin really i think he moved to russia yeah i think seagal is he, a, he lives in russia i think so am i totally here misunderstanding really? that i think uh now i have to look it up but uh holy shit i thought he lived out in somewhere in arizona remember he's always like he dressed as a cop and he'd go on drug busts and shit a few years back yeah that was part of it i i think he is uh he is uh, in, in Russia now, or, or at least is a uh, somehow related to Putin. Uh, he, yeah, because here Steven Seagal speaks out amidst Russian invasion of Ukraine. Uh, Hollywood actor Steven Seagal joins pro Kremlin party. That was back last year. So that was back in 2021. Yeah. Martial arts enthusiast and Putin admirer proposes crackdown on businesses that harm the environment. So. Uh, yeah, he has joined the pro-Kremlin party. The party said on Sunday he received a membership card of an alliance named Aegis Russia Patriots for Truth on Saturday. A video released by the party showed. So uh, Seagal has been a Russian citizen since 2016. He's got to be a dual citizen, right? He was born here. I don't know if he's still, if he kept dual citizen. Can you do that with Russia? I mean, I think there are some. I don't know. I think there are some so that they're gave like. up his American citizen. This is fascinating. I had no idea of any of this, man. I've been out of it. This Holy is why shit. you listen to Planet Rage. Yes. <laughs> We're filled with yes. all sorts of information nobody needs, but we've got it. Yes. Well, no, we need this. I want to know about this. This is fascinating. <laughs> but I am going uh, with the dual joy. I want to see the two joys in the final. Yeah. And then I want to yeah. see a cage match. Mm-hmm. Where they can just yeah. go at it because they're yeah. both similar in what they spread to the world, which is nothing but one-sided lies. And lies. Uh, you know, everybody else, I'm guessing, has. I mean, Sean Penn may be a total douchebag, but I think he's actually trying to do what he thinks is right. Um, some of his movies have been entertaining, so I'm going to give him a pass. Okay, 
you know, the uh, Robert De Niro, kind of the same way. It's like you can kind of separate them. And, but at least even as all of his douchebaggery, he has brought some yeah. joy in, as, as has Steven Seagal with his movies. But the two joys, oddly enough, have not brought in any joy into my life. <laughs> not a little, not a modicum, not even a little bit. <laughs> so uh, that would be our call, Sir Sir yeah. Seat Sitter. And uh, people should okay. check that out, absinasixpack.com. And uh, we'll see how that goes. I'm sure we'll get updated as that moves on. Yeah. But also coming in at $5.55, Captain Oblivious. Captain Oblivious. And that is very much appreciated. And I did see Blue Douche just boosted us 5,000 sats as keep raging, guys. And we plan on doing that. Thank you, sir. And uh, CSB coming in with 4848 sats, which... I did the uh, translation just before okay. starting up today, and that is one single dollar. One buck. All right. He says it's because 48 is the prefix for Poland and the phones. And oh. I'm thinking uh, Ireland uh, CSB is 353. So next time I'd like to see 353353 sats as your donation. <laughs> that would be better. He says, Howdy, go. Irishman, Darren, and Larry. This week, smaller boostagram. Next week, bigger. Please visit my blog, csb.lol, to find out my cartoons, to find my cartoons about yes. tech, love, and dogs. Yo. Yo. Sometimes Thank all three at once. Me. I mean, that's, those are the best doodles. That's quite a, quite a mix. Good one. Yeah. <laughs> NetNed says, buck and a quarter, maybe. Keep on raging. 69, 69 sats. Coming in just live as we're doing the show. And where, if you're not, in the troll room, trollroom.io or noagendastream.com while we're doing these shows on Monday at noon central at uh, 10 a.m. Pacific yeah. time. And that would mean uh, one on the Eastern. Then you're missing out. You're missing out on all the fun. Feel free to <laughs> come in and join us. And if you want to help us keep the lights on, the microphones going and all that stuff, go to planetrage.show. All show. of the information is there. I am finally remembering that it's a dot show. <laughs> it, it's still, you always want to say dot com. Always. But no, it's a dot show because gotcha. this is a show. We're here to entertain. We're here to take a load off. We're here to let you rant and rave yes. and, uh, and bring you things you never knew. Like that whole Seagal thing. Thank you, Darren. Yeah. Like no he's idea. a Russian now. Unbelievable. How did I miss that? I mean, did you see it? Did you, had you heard of this prior to this moment about him being a, all this shit yeah about maybe a year or so ago when that happened i remember seeing the story that I wonder, wonder where the hell i was maybe it's on the road or something yeah you know what if it was a year ago it was on the road it's probably why i missed it they probably aren't covering this in the mainstream media i mean again yeah. he's not really all that relevant at this point yeah but it's interesting to see the path some of these guys take and uh steven seagal one i mean they should make a movie about this because how do you go from yeah where he was and it's nice every now and then again because the negative news gets a lot of press i saw a uh an article i think it had a video with it that uh some little like eight-year-old kid or so thought he recognized canal reeves on uh his flight wherever they were coming from europe right. so uh, he, he didn't know but then he was looking up because you have wi-fi now in planes which is great yeah and realized that he was in europe for some stuff and yeah he, they just went down they were in baggage claim together mm -hmm. and the kid just start as you know 
because I mean, you've got kids and you know how eight year olds can be like peppering you with questions like they've got like 6000 sure. questions and feel like they've got like three seconds to find out all the information. That's what the kid yep. was doing to him. And he was just nicely answering all the questions. They had like a 10 minute conversation while waiting for the bags to come out. So I yeah, thought they say Keanu is one of the, the nicest guys in this sewer of a town. Yes, I've always heard that, which is good. Yeah, it's, it's good to hear every now and then. Yes, yes. Faith in humanity. Yes, there's bit. not anyway. enough. He's given away a lot of money from what I understand. And he's yeah. just uh, somebody that has not lost sight of the fact that really lucky to be in the position they're in doing the job that they're doing. Oh, yeah. And a lot of people let that kind of stuff go to their head or, you know, just feel like they're above everyone else. So it's always nice. Yeah, I would. I'd be the biggest asshole on earth. <laughs> <for sure. laughs> so if you boost it's- too much. Yeah, you know, it's sad, it's sad though. And I saw a, a video a couple of days ago somewhere popped up, I don't know, Facebook or whatever, and it was uh, Stallone, right? Yeah, he, he moved, he left LA. He sold, he, I don't know if he sold it, but he put his $131 million home up for sale, which is in Beverly Park. And he bought a crib in, uh, I think, Palm Beach for $35 million, right on the water. Pretty stylish place. Anyway, so he's in a mall somewhere. And somebody, you know, hey, it's, you know, Rocky, whatever. And there was like half a dozen selfies. Everybody was like running to, to pose with Stallone, take a picture. And the guy was very nice, clearly very accommodating. But I looked and I thought, this is so sad. He was standing there with his hands folded in front of him. And even a few years ago, it would have been, he'd been put his arm around people. And now that's the, that's the new rule with all the Hollywood celebs. You know, keep your hands in plain sight so you can't be a accused of you know copying a feel or something it's right. a, such a fuck society we lived in we live in it's terrible it really is well that's that where you go you'll, you'll take that opportunity of somebody being nice and getting a photo to be like oh right. hey yeah. i can turn this into some cash yeah yeah it's awful you know it's kinau kinau like it's one of those weird names digi keanu keanu that's it it sounds I just call him john zwick yeah <laughs> right this, mr reeves <laughs> is fine that works Nice guy, can't complain, yeah. and we dig it. What is uh, coming up on that Larry show this week? Is there a preview, or is it like the Random Thoughts podcast where it's like, ah, I don't know? I have no idea, but uh, if you missed the last episode, uh, I think you'll dig it. You can learn about the... Um, Unless you the, like uh, snails. snails the yeah. killer, killer snails in Florida, <laughs> and as well as the, uh, the Guinness record-holding uh, fish that I had as a kid. Yeah, a little guppy, and what was it? The uh, like that story. Yeah. yeah, the rat lung. Rat lung was oh, the new. You'll get rat lung. Rat lung worm um, from from these snails, which are as big as like, uh, geez, they're they're immense. They're like a you know a, a Foster's beer can thing, and uh, probably pretty pretty strange strange critters. You will so. get the uh, impression that the world is not a safe place by listening to yes. this last uh, that Larry show. Indeed. And so you, you're, you're, you're a blank slate for random thoughts this week too, Darren? Always is the, yeah. uh, you know, of course there were more stories now, more parents suing TikTok, and it's like, would you just stop? I mean, just take your kids off of social media. It's not the yes. social media's fault. And the thing that is more worrisome than anything else, and beyond the fact that kids are killing themselves while trying to make a video when mm-hmm. they're like eight years old, but the parents are now like, well, TikTok is only for 13 and over. And, you know, they know when kids are younger and they're not doing enough to take them off. It's like, no, that's your job, parent. Yeah. If your kids are lying because they're like, well, no, then, you know, they could do more to identify. And it's like, 
Do you understand what these companies have to deal with? I mean, one, the social media companies overall are crap, but anybody with an online presence, this, you have to verify who is accessing your site. That is nearly impossible. Right. Especially for kids because they don't have a driver's license. They don't have an ID. Unless you want your kids to start getting microchipped, then maybe. You a lot could, of them do. Yeah, well, maybe. <laughs> that would be a lot easier sure. to track them. We'll just get the Apple uh, tag. Yeah. We'll implant it in your kid's forehead, and that way you mm-hmm. can always find out where they are. A lot of people would want to do that. It's but it's, it's, I mean, one, it's a tragedy that children are dying, but it's a, uh, it's a bigger tragedy that their parents are not paying attention up until the point that it happens. Right. And that's what, to me, it's like the social media is not the problem. It's like the internet should not be kid friendly. You know, I've made that, uh, you know, comment before it's like, you know, when uh, we were in high school, if we wanted to see uh, naked chicks, we had to go buy a playboy, you know, and if you were underage, you got, you know, maybe to find somebody that would buy it for you. Or if you looked older, that was great, but there were checks and balances and that was up to 18. You couldn't purchase that before you were 18 years old. Now people give phones to eight-year-olds. It's like, do you not know what's on the internet? I mean, <laughs> random thoughts in that Larry show. That should scare you right there. <laughs> and Planet Rage, of course. But yeah, just let, be involved in, uh, the, you know, this article that was off the blaze, which uh, linked to a video from uh, look just like another network kind of a newscast was a woman that was just like, well, just. You know, let your kids know that you're, you're going to have their social media passwords and you're going to monitor them and that. And I'm like, lady, do you not know what little Jimmy is going to do if he's like, oh, mommy's going to monitor my whatever account. You don't think he's going to make yeah. another account that you don't know about? I mean, it's, it's just the insanity sure. of parents. Yeah, they can't be bothered. They're busy. No, and the story on the blaze that caught my eye to see this was. You know, man shows up after having a year long relationship with an 11 year old on Snapchat. And mm. the guy was 18, which to me, the blaze, that was kind of uh, shitty reporting as well, because I would have called him a teen or a young man, not an adult, yeah. because yeah. this started when he was 17. And the girl that he was talking to on Snapchat, who was obviously 10 at the time, 11 now, said she was 17. So it's like they're like, well, the, he was not charged because well, I'm like, well, he shouldn't be charged because the other person lied to him. Right. Yeah. But this is where you come in. Come on. We're going right back to the bodega where you can't defend yourself. So I guess it's up to you to know that the person you're speaking to is lying to you. And then you're going to show up with candy and flowers like this schlub did. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you're going to be arrested because like, oh, you're coming to groom a 12 year old. It's like oh, she said she was 17. And, this, and it wasn't like he was 30 or 40 or something really creepy like that. It's like he was 17 or 18 during this whole thing. The world is going to hell. That is exactly true, Larry. And it's all because of the Internet. Uh-huh. Blow it up. Blow it up now. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> if the Internet doesn't blow up, we'll be back next week on Monday yeah. to do another show. If it does, it's been nice talking to y'all. Indeed. The U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. Oh, world going to shit.